Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast brought to you by Another Happy Studios. This week, it's Partners in Crime. Lawrence, I love music. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Still Got Legs, the only Doctor Who podcast in the Who-niverse. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my co-host. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. He's a Time Lord. He's from the planet Gallifrey in the constellation of Casturbaris. He's 903 years old, and he's the man who's going to save my life and all six billion people. Uh, who are listening to this podcast? Fantastic. Wow, we we did well in the downloads. We're doing, this week. We're doing quite well. Yeah, we got ninety eight percent of the world's population. That listening. is good times so. for us. It feels like that on TikTok. Humble brag. Go and check us out on TikTok. Ooh. Some blow up, some don't. We haven't quite worked out what the secret <laughs> source is yet. The but algorithm remains a mystery. It does. It really <laughs> is elusive. Um, you said this was a podcast <clears throat> in the Hooniverse. Does that mean that technically the Doctor could listen to this? Are we in he the Hooniverse? No. Okay. We're in, we're it's just a fun little oh, I see. thing. To you, say. you ever heard of Yes and, Nathan? I was riffing. <laughs> I have not. Um, oh, okay. What are we doing, Lawrence? <laughs> what would, oh, we're here to talk about Doctor Who. You don't, don't pass this to me. You never pass this to me. I'm, I'm wholly unprepared for this. Do I usually do this? No, yeah, you normally, like, you say it in the intro, you know, like, oh, Doctor Who podcast in the Hooniverse. I've thrown you off because I, I acknowledged it. Yeah, I already did that. Yeah, but then don't anyway, ask me. We're here, we're here, Lauren, shut up. We're here to talk about Doki Who. You all know the game. It's uh, We're starting off season four today. Season four, episode one, maybe series four, episode one. Depends on how nasty you are. Um, this is, of course, I don't know. This is Partners in Crime. Uh, is written by Russell T. Davies. It is directed by James Strong, a director I know you're familiar with, Lawrence. I am this week, yes. <laughs> 
What what previous work of James Strong have you enjoyed yourself? The last previous work, which was Voyage of the Damned. Ah, yes. One of his best, I reckon. See, I remember. I listened to you. <laughs> well done. Well done. Um, yes. Partners in Crime. We're here. We- we're queer. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. You're, you're, you're off your vibe do- today. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I do that a lot though That's, it's like an automatic thing whenever whenever anyone says we're here it's just automatically in my head like yeah. say it say it say it say it you'll say be it. like a job interview and it's like so we're here and you're like you're like don't don't <laughs> do it don't, don't, don't let the intrusive <laughs> thoughts win this round um yes. you mentioned the credits we find out those credits hmm. asap rocky this time around because there is no pre-intro sting there is no cold no open. No cold open along the same vein as a Rose or a Smith and Jones. Indeed. New companion introduction means no cold open for some reason. I don't know why. Yes, me neither. It makes no sense. <laughs> they've stuck to something. That's fair. <laughs> and it's a, it's a general vibe they've stuck to. Just straight in with that jump scare of a title theme. <laughs> no, Nathan, if you if you wouldn't mind, I'd love I'd love for you to picture this meme that I'm gonna create for you live. If you could do I'm the hard work in your it. head. Yeah, I'm going to picture it in my mind's eye. Okay, the big red button right, yep, be, being slammed by a fist. Got it, yep. The person slamming the button is Murray Gold. Yep. On the screen in front of the button is <laughs> vague London sequence. And the <laughs> yeah. button itself says quirky bops. <laughs> okay. Lawrence, are you referring to... Do, 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 do. Good luck syncing that one up, Travis. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah this is where the sync shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's uh, a, it's a fucking anthem. That one. It is. It, I've I, ever since I watched the episode, which was like about ten minutes before we started um, record. Well, not really, because we had a big old. You're chat still watching time. it. <laughs> But um, it, that's just been stuck in my head since I saw it, really. Yes. Yeah. Um, a little Murray Gold bit of flair, which which always remains. Has he done... And I know he's done, like, uh, light-hearted stuff before, but has he done this quirky? Is this the quirkiest he's been? Well, it depends on how you define quirky. I define it really? like this. <laughs> if, that's, if that is exactly how you defined quirky, then this is pretty fucking up there, mate. <laughs> this is probably as bang on as you could get. I'm like, really? I'm listening to it going, wow, that's the exact definition of quirky. <laughs> um, uh, where, where are we at? What's going on? They're, they're in London. I'll tell you. I'll, well, they're not. They're in Cardiff. They are. But yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what's going on, Lawrence. Um, Donna is back. Hell yeah. She's investigating, she's looking at adipose, she's having a walk around an office, and she's wearing her own little pinstripe brown suit. Did you notice? <laughs> I did notice. I was thinking, yeah. I mean, the, the episode makes no secret of like, look, these two are similar. These two are doing yeah. similar things. Yeah. It's almost like they should be best friends. Um, but yeah, no, I like that. I like that whole little montage of like, <laughs> I like again that the doctor makes it harder for himself, just like walking through a sewer. And like, and and Donna just walks up to the front door. And she's like, "Health and safety." They have the exact same excuse. Like, yeah, it could have been a lot easier for Ten if he just had some confidence in his ability to uh, to deceive. There is no reason why Ten couldn't have just walked into the building, but hey, 
He loves a basement. He loves skulking around. You know what he's like. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Also, it seemed like it seemed like there was that moment like where they you know, they're doing the parallels and whatever, and it was like, Oh, health and safety, here's my ID. Donna just quickly flashes it, doesn't even give them a chance to look at it and then just walks off. But it seems like Tatum was just showing it to any random person who walked by. <laughs> like he wasn't even coming to like he was just walking by and went, uh, health and safety. Yeah, I'm here, I promise I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> look, you have to remember, I know he spent a considerable time on Earth, but he's still an alien he's probably still like well, these guys are official he's he's not in with the quirks of it all he doesn't get that like most people just don't give a shit <laughs> i think that's true that is true but lawrence he's 903 or possibly six years old okay that's true so like all bets are off yeah is all i'm saying um so they keep missing each other lawrence they do keep missing each other it's a fun little back and forth um I mean, it comes to a head later on in the episode, but we'll get there. But I, I do love the... Just a bit of slapstick silliness, isn't it, really? Is it slapstick? I think it's slapstick. Like, you, the the same shot ducking your head up and down, that's all very slapstick stuff. I don't know if I'd define that as slapstick. Slapstick's a bit more like... Fall over, hurt yourself. Did you not, did you not see the bit where someone turned around with a ladder and twice the doctor avoided it? And then the third time he got hit and he stumbled to the ground. Did you not see that scene? Oh, I see. You're joking. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> did I fall asleep in the episode? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did this happen? I did not see that, Lawrence, no. no so that's fair. Your your definition of it is wrong. I'd just like to make sure that's noted. Okay. That is fair. I um I looked up Elizabeth Holmes. Do you know who Elizabeth Holmes is? Elizabeth Holmes is isn't she that like scam businesswoman? Yeah, so she was like a yeah. she very much like modeled herself on like Steve Jobs and was very um you know like black turtleneck red lipstick like spoke yeah. with an intentionally deeper voice than normal. Um I believe um Dugawan did an episode of her and it was a a guest report with Naomi Higgins doing the report because I believe Naomi Higgins is kind of obsessed with um Whatever her name is, Elizabeth. Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, no, I've, I've listened to the episode. Yeah. It's a good one. The um, yeah. they did. There's, there's a. I think there's like a, it's either Hulu or Disney Plus or Stars, whichever. They're all the same. They're, They're all funded all the by the same yeah. thing. Yeah. They they did a series on it. Like I think it was a limited run with Amanda Seyfried as as Elizabeth Holmes. Apparently she's very good in it. Um, Seyfried. Is it Seyfried? I don't know. I don't care really. She's certainly at the sea in Mamma Mia. Could that be where you're confusing it? Probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got him. Um but yeah, no, I anyway I Googled her and then found out it was way too early for this comparison to be made. Um so, <laughs> Yeah. I, I was gonna say I thought that was a lot more recent than two thousand and eight. I do I do think she's like I don't know, there could have been you know like the the Tony Collette character in Knives Out, which is very like a my healing crystals. Look at my you know, like here's a weight loss scam pill. No. It could have Collette Knives Out. Yeah, she's. I think she is. I can't remember. She's. She's one of like the. She's not. She's not one of the children of <clears throat> of the old guy. She's one of like that. She like married in, but her husband is dead. I think. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. Well, I, just, I told you the most obvious bit, and then I was like, "You yeah. didn't know that." Oh, here's some more vague information. Maybe you'll get it now. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I don't know. I think where, where are you at with Miss Foster? Because she's doing a little speech, isn't she? I mean, she's she's given a weird little business meeting or whatever, and it's like a, a press... Jo- I don't know what it is. It seems strange to just be like, and now we're going to advertise to these people who work in our building or whatever. I, I think I think it's like... A, I think it might be like an investor's pitch where there's press welcome, because there is a reporter there. 
There is a reporter, but that reporter is also like, I'm I'm onto you. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm having a little skulk. Um, it's very yeah. it's very like child rights a business drama isn't it it's very you guys are all working hard but i need you to be working harder double those profits i want to see a times two turnaround uh if we want to talk about children's writing (laughs) (laughs) i'll be here all day Uh, there's some things which will come up later which i want to circle back to (laughs) but okay um uh yeah I, i don't know it's fine to be honest this whole opening sequence i'm more just focused on the fun little shenanigans of the Doctor and Donna. And like, yeah. oh, has he got paper? Health and safety, ducking and weaving and all that sort of stuff. It's all good fun. It is good fun. It's um, yeah. It's very, like, just silly. It's very, it sets yes. it up for, like... Also, I, I quite like the, the... The rest of the episode does this really well, but in this scene as well, it's like, um, <clears throat> it sets up a different vibe. Like, these two have met each yeah. other. And it, yeah. it allows they for a bit other. of, like, an extra spice to a new companion entry yeah yeah it's it's not your typical uh companion introduction because first of all it's not but second of all it's like she knows this you know we've mm. been through it all like she's already had to go so like <laughs> it's a reintroduction really you so. even get that later on in the tardis and he's like here's the tardis it's big on the inside and she's <laughs> like put the central heating on a bit <laughs> <laughs> It is cold, and it is cold here as well. You know, I bought a big blanket the other day. Did you? Oh, I think you did. You yeah. tell me about your big blanket. I did. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's so nice. Yeah, I was thinking the other Lovely. day, right? I was. I said the other day, I was thinking about how you were telling me you were cold, and I was like, I rarely see you in a hoodie, and I feel like a lot of that could solve your problems. Do you know I don't own a single hoodie? What do you wear when it's like cold and chilly? Blanket. <laughs> My blanket. You can't wear that out, Nathan. You can't go out in your blanket. <laughs> I have a coat, but to be honest, I even rarely wear that when I go out. To be honest, I don't go out that much. But well, there we are then. Yeah. <laughs> that solves that. <laughs> so, it's easy what do you wear st- when you leave? I never. Leave. <laughs> I never leave. I'm a recluse. The There's a way you can spin that around and be like, "Look how much money I save on coats, though." So who's the real winner? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, is the average person spending regular money on coats, like going out and buying a coat every week or whatever? No, I've had I've had I've had the same coat for three years, and it's a rather ambitious squeeze on me now. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not replacing it. Coats are expensive. You used to be obsessed with coats. I remember back uh, at no. uni, you had a whole thing where you were like, "Well, you know, <laughs> is it um, is it was it is it surfs up that meme where it's like um, <laughs> these are my ladies." <laughs> you know that one? I do. Yeah. Where he's showing all the <laughs> that was you with your jackets, like these are my ladies. These are my ladies. This is Jill. This is my lady Amy. Little Susie. Brianna. You know why we call her Brianna, right? No. Yeah, it's a long story. Look, I, I have a, I have a fond affection for jackets. I do like them. Um, but look, I'll be honest. They're, they're not flattering to me these days. They don't, they don't suit my body type anymore. Um, so I've moved away from them in favor of... Um, Local T-shirts from Sainsbury's and Hawaiian yeah. open shirts. <laughs> There's something about the large amount, which just once you embrace the open Hawaiian shirt, it's over. It's, <laughs> it's over for us. It's true. Yeah. There's no going back. Once you've experienced that level of comfort, you're like, oh, I don't need to go back. Well, this is um, me now. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. Um, yeah. 
This Where is so it? Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, right, I don't want to call the Doctor a racist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bold claim straight We're back. back. We're back. <laughs> We're back. We're so fucking back. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to call the Doctor a racist. Okay. Right? But so far... Sounds like you're gonna... I mean, yeah, all right, fine, I am. <laughs> okay. I'm going to imply that I, I noticed something. All right. Um, and say that Rose, yes, Martha, no, Astrid, yes, girl that tries to give him his number, an almost aggressive no. W- was it aggressive? It was very, I've got to go over here, look over here, these things. Yeah, that's more awkward than aggressive. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, look, I'd, I'd said I opened this by saying I'm not saying he's racist. I'm just leaving that seed for you all there to have a think about. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I we think spoke we about it last it. week. Yeah. Right? A, a blonde was back in his life, and he was like, "Oh, it's true, it's true." But now Nathan's not calling him a racist. <laughs> We're both just leaving that seed for you there. I think we don't have enough evidence to suggest that Tony's a racist. Okay. <laughs> Can't believe we're having this. We are we are not a serious podcast, though. We? We're not like there, there's going to be just, other Doctor Who podcasts listening to this that are talking about Gallifrey Law, and we're like, is the Doctor a racist? <laughs> we'll get to Gallifrey Law eventually, Lawrence. Don't worry. It's true, and we'll talk about how racist all the people from Gallifrey are. We are. Um, they're so racist, mate. They're awful. <laughs> yeah. So technically, we're ahead of the curve. Fuck you, other Doctor Who podcasts. Yeah. Where are you at with right? We're we're too we're too. Lo- we just spoke about it, right? We're too bigger men, right? We're <laughs> right. we're on the larger side of of, yeah. of festive. Right. <laughs> okay. What I'll say is, where are you at with the episode being a bit like, <clears throat> see, yucky, fat people? <laughs> no, because I had that in my mind. Like before I watched it, I was like, oh, time to watch the fat phobic episode. Um, <laughs> but then I watched it, I was like, oh, it's not that bad, really. It's like, not. It's not as bad as I thought it was. Gonna n- be, no, yeah. yeah. It's like I don't think it's ever going. Ha ha fat! <laughs> it's just like oh, I was. I was planning to save this towards the end, um, but fuck it, whatever. Um, like, what? 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 What was that? <laughs> Did you just communicate like subsonically? I just spoke dolphin for a second. <laughs> Well, no, what what I was trying to say is like what what would happen if like the doctor didn't do anything if he just sat back, let mm. it be because to me maybe I missed something but to me it seemed like some uh, overweight people who wanted to lose weight would yeah. lose weight and then okay. a bunch and then they'd stop losing weight at one point and then a bunch of weird little fat babies would go and have a family and presumably be loved and cared for. Yes. <laughs> Am right. I missing anything? I, I, yeah, what you are missing, Nathan, is the big line where the Doctor eyeballs down the lens and goes, one million people are going to die! Why would they die, though? Why did... So, so Miss Foster, she accelerates because of the yes. intervention. Yes, she accelerates because of the Doctor. Oh, yeah, okay. this yeah, is yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. because he's fucking about and doing his shenanigans, and he's like, "You can't do this. This is wrong." She's like, "Oh fuck, we've been rumbled, boys. We gotta go." Um, then she starts to intervene, like, "Oh, fucking kill them all." So yeah, all right, actually, yeah, I see where you're coming from. 
Um, which brings me on to this week's sponsor, Thinny Quick. Uh, we're happy to endorse the new pill <laughs> we've been thinking about. Thinny Quick. No, I, 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 look, it came to me. I don't think that's half bad. Yeah, it's not great either. Thinny Quick. I mean, yeah, it could be a lot better. Yeah. Um, so could this episode, in fairness. Probably. So could this whole podcast. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's too late us for casting that. aspersions. It's too late um, for that. Yeah, it's Jova for us. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I, I see what you're saying. But I feel like she's very cavalier about how people, like, pe- the woman just, like, turns into fucking goo. Yeah. And she's just like, ah, go pick up the thing. And then she's like, poor little things. They were so stressed out. Like Again, though, I mean, did Donna not just straight up kill that woman? If Donna didn't go see that woman and then just activate the little pendant right in her home, like, seems mm. like she would have been fine. All I'm saying right. is every single death in this episode can be attributed to the Doctor and Donna. That's all I'm saying. Okay, all right. I mean, look, you, there's a strong case for it. But what I will say is, like, how often do people losing weight try and embark on that journey together and go together in the same room to the gym to keep up that level of fitness, maybe? Then their new lifestyle is is affording them, right? Th- these two pendants are going to be in the same room so much right? yeah, like, yes yeah, yeah, well, and all it takes yes. is someone like you who compulsively fidgets <laughs> for this shit to happen again and again and again you don't know that I do I know that <laughs> tell me how I'm wrong <laughs> no, well, no you're not you're not but that's, that's an issue we can deal with down the line alright <laughs> that's all, what they're trying to do here Nathan all, they're trying to I, stop this from happening all I'm saying is I feel like everything would have been just fine really like they're not gonna they're, they're not like oh we're gonna get all these fat babies and then we're gonna blow up the earth and run away and everything like That's that true. They're, they're just like yeah we just want to take these little kids home and and they're gonna have a nice little family oh they're pretty cute these little weird see, little cgi fat babies see i don't the thing is you're, you're making a hard point and i can't disagree with it yeah but like I don't know. It's just one of them things. Isn't it? It's just like, well, then there's no episode. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I know. There's, I know that's obviously the answer because then there's nothing for us to watch and to tune into. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. It just seems like as, as they ha- threats go... They have go, put themselves in a hole. As as Doctor Who threats go, it just seems uh, just... Oh, I reckon you're going to just took the week off, Doctor. <laughs> so Doctor slams on the brakes and he's like, people are trying to change their lives around. <laughs> yeah. I reckon I'd, just mate, kick I'd, your feet I'd up. take it. If I, if I was told the deal early on, yeah. right, if I was like, this is going to help you shred loads of pounds, yeah. right, and then at the end of it, you, or you're going to have some trauma from seeing some weird things just fall off of you. Oh, you might not even see them. That, that bloke, it was all like, oh, it was one in the morning, oh, you know, I'm in bed. Then suddenly true, the alarm's yeah. going off, and I'm like, oh. What's going on? Yeah, but psychologically, what's that actually going to do to you if you see it? It's, I don't know, because it's hard to tell, because it's a 2008 CGI little <laughs> creature, and it doesn't look great. <laughs> it does. It looks pretty cute, and it's got like cute little noises and stuff, and it's doing a little wave, and it's like, oh, you're pretty nice. Um, yeah. But like, if I saw that in real life, I, don't know, I almost can't comprehend it. Like, If there was a little one just on my desk right now, I don't know. It's- would I yeah, attack I, it or would I want to hug it? See, that's the thing. And it leads me on to my next question. So I'm going to have, kind of have to make your mind up for you. I'm not joking. This is why I think this podcast is sometimes a shambles. Right? Uh, this is, I wrote this, this down. This is the best podcast in the world. How dare you? Oh, yeah. My mistake. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, apart from the other one we do as well, which they're equally in measure. They're no, both, this is both, better. Both very good. No, this oh, is, is better. It? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, how many of them do you think you could beat up? Ooh. Like, if they, if they, if like, pick a certain amount of number, they all come running at you, but they're just, they're not being angry, they're just being cute. Do I have Rocky Balboa, being... do I have uh, Creed to defend me? No, you don't. <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> <laughs> to, to a show that isn't this one. <laughs> no, you're, you're totally handling this solo. <laughs> that episode was horrible to listen to, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. It was fun. No, but you got so much stuff wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's the that's that's the trademark at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we think we know better than we do. <clears throat> but no, it's solo. You, how many do you reckon you're clearing? <sighs> well, they're not aggressive. They're, they're that's just what I'm like, saying. They're yeah. just like a little bit. It's like that meme. Like, <laughs> was it like nuclear or hydrogen bomb versus coffin baby or whatever? <laughs> it literally is. <laughs> Do I have any weapons? No, you. I feel like you could have a weapon if they were aggressive, but they're not aggressive, so you're rolling solo. All right, so I'm just raw fist fighting them. Bare fist and raw dogging. Let's go. Okay, Um, slow down. (laughs) Lawrence, get your mind out the gutter, please. Where where, where else would it be when you say such (laughs) things? Um, I reckon at least a hundred. You've got you've got a minute on the clock. Oh, they're not fighting you, so you've just got a a window to kick them as much as you can. Yeah. A minute, probably like twenty or so. Nah, you could fuck. You, you're joking. They're the like, like you, your foot is three of them. Take a few steps in one direction. Well, you've killed yeah, at least ten. Yeah, but like, 10. where are they? How are they arranged? What's the scenario? They're just about. <laughs> if they're all over, I got no chance, mate. You know that. You know this. You know the sequence um, where Miss Foster's like, "Hello, children," and they're all just lined up in the street. Oh, there's like a big festival crowd of them. Yeah, it's like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, like about a yeah, hundred then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying you haven't got to go... It's not Easter. You haven't got to go hunt them out no. in bushes. Oh, God. Just, just like, hordes of them just flying in the air. What a horrendous thing to say, Lawrence. <laughs> Come on, now. It's true. It's true. All right, let's get back to the actual... They're pretty cute. Why would you want to... Yeah, like, I'll see it. I don't know if I would want to hear them. They seem pretty sweet. Nice little no, guys. I'd kick, I'd kick them. Outrageous. I'd sort them out. Outrageous. I'd hit him with a left right good night. Okay, great. Move on. <laughs> a couple of one two five. Lawrence, move shoes. on. Alright, <laughs> right, fine. Um so anyway, yeah, this is all going on. Mm. We've kind of jumped about a bit, but the doctor's gone to see a guy. Um his burglar alarm keeps going off at one in the morning, which is obviously when the adipose is leaving his body and yes. striding off and getting picked up. Um same thing that happens with Donna, but only Donna's one goes wrong because Donna's got a pendant that she's fiddling with and apparently two of those pendants being in the same place activates like a full body thing where, where Miss Foster says it can transfer like bone matter and like organs Hair and, and stuff. organs and just everything, really. Yeah. Apart I feel like clothes. they could I know it's Doctor Who and there's limits. <clears throat> yeah. But like, I feel like there could have been a bit of room for a bit more like a fun body horror kind of thing. Not body horror is the wrong term, but like mm. a body creep factor. What do you mean? Like, you know how like, it's a, it's not, it's a bad example, I guess, but like, you know how like the werewolf in season two, you get to see a bit of the, like the bone crunching and stuff. Yeah. Oh, a, a bit of that. Cause she just full on turns into goop. Yeah. I I think that's kind of like what it's supposed to be though. I, I suppose it's slimy and fatty and yeah, I it's guess, just fat, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like I, when you I rip mean... the bad bit of bacon off and just throw it. <laughs> in the bin it's just yeah there we go yeah 
It's not like bone crunching when he does that, is it? Mm. True, it's like being <clears throat> liquidized, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Would I receive unpleasant my criticism. I do enjoy the little scene of um uh the doctor and that guy just like looking through the cat flap and Ted mm. having a little the fight just walks away moment, which is quite nice. He's got a line that he he's got a detector on for when a line delivery needs to bang. And yeah, he always he delivers. He does. Yeah. Side note: this is I think this is the era of like peak tenant hair because we yeah. got we got some outrageous levels of hair going on in in this episode. It is like. Whoa, my guy has fucking gone man on the fucking VO5 or whatever. That is true. Yeah, because so season two, we talked about it's kind of, it's a bit rough and ready. It's a yeah. little bit. It was more flat. Kind of, yeah, more flat, but then like, <laughs> it was always ready to be rearranged if he ran his hands through it. It would never, yeah. it would always stay where he put it. Yeah. Um, which was nice. Season three, they experimented a bit of hair gel. Remember in Smith and Jones, it's mostly flat, but there is hair gel there. There is, yeah. And then by the end of the season, it's like it's a little bit more so. And now, yeah, it's full on. It's a spiky do. Yeah, but it doesn't look like gross though. It doesn't look like mm. stiff and gross or anything. Still, no, it, it still manages to look quite fluffy somehow. Yeah, which is a testament to VO five, <laughs> I guess. Because I've yeah. had that hair gel before. It doesn't look a thing like this, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe. And, you know, don't take my word for it. There could be a professional hair and makeup department working oh, on him. It's... Pe- it's pe- it... <clears throat> I'm going to kill myself. It's possible. <laughs> it's, it is. Is all I will say. Has he always um, rocked... The, I, haven't feel, I feel like we haven't spoken about this as much as the hair. Has he always rocked the sideburns this... Sideburns have always been pretty egregious, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's always I, know had... I know they've always been present, but they are triangles in this. Yeah, he's, he's always been bordering on mutton chops, but yeah. not quite... Gotta say, I'm not a fan of the sideburns. Well, you know, when I was younger, I didn't understand the concept of like um, I had all this hair, right? I didn't know what now. It's a far cry from my <laughs> my sorry state now, but I had all this cool hair, yeah. right? Like and I me was like, now. Yeah, and I was, I was like, I know what to do with this, right? I'm gonna be the doctor because that's who I was watching on TV. I was like, I could do a sneaky yeah. uppy do, but I could never understand how he got his hair to grow halfway down his cheek. <laughs> And it never, ever occurred to me that that is just a man's beard yeah. that has been shaved into that style, right? So for fucking years, I was like, how can I replicate this? How can I do this? And I tried having like longer like parts of my hair, yeah. like growing them longer, to the point where I was almost certainly insulting some cultures. Like, no. <laughs> but like, it got to the point where I was like, I just can't do this. And then one day I was finally old enough and I grew some stubble and that moment just I felt like the biggest idiot on the planet. I went, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, I can't do that now. I'm like fucking, <laughs> I'm, I'm like 15, 16. This is terrible. I can't wear that. But yeah. What about you? You ever try and get a mutton chop? <laughs> Can, <laughs> what is this episode? I can honestly say I've never tried to get a mutton chop. No, no, that is fair. Not not a hairstyle I've ever or a, a beard style I've ever personally been a fan of. So yeah, you've got long hair though. Now I feel like you I could do. be hiding mutton chops, and I'd never know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean, One I wear day, my hair up. I wear my hair up most of the time though. That's true. Yeah, yeah. tidy little bun, the man bun. <laughs> it's true. Um. Right, where the fuck are we? 
Uh, the, um, I'll, I'll tell you where we are, Lawrence. The doctor has pulled out another one of his lovely little homemade little devices, yeah. and he's getting a little signal. <laughs> Fucking love it when he pulls out a little homemade thing and it's ringing and dinging and all this sort of stuff, mate. I love and he, it. He, he always holds it like a fucking creep. He always holds <laughs> yeah. it like right in front, like inches from his face, but like with a flat palm. And he's like, "Which way do I turn? Which way is it going to beep?" <laughs> It's imagine, great. imagine just looking out your window and seeing this absolute fucking lunatic in a big beige <laughs> long coat, fucking running down your street, just chasing his yeah. little dish or whatever. Mate. There is nothing scarier than a man in a trench coat at night, and that's <laughs> all that true. needs to be said. It's true <laughs> for a lot of reasons, unfortunately. Especially when he's wearing sporting two mutton chops too. <laughs> Watch out, he's got mutton chops. <laughs> Outrageous, um, yeah. But he's following his little his little ring and ding ding. It's leading him to to where Donna is actually with the uh, yeah the adipose. Uh, Donna obviously like sees the little balls of fat. Here's something I find interesting. She like she follows like the little fat outside of the house, and then they go like a little ways down the street and then round the corner. So they're a little ways away from the house, and then the taxi driver pulls up and he goes yeah. like, "Oh, I'm here for that woman who doesn't live here." <laughs> he just sees a woman in the street and is like oh this must be who i'm here to pick up woman woman, woman in the street yeah and then she goes i'm not that woman and then he goes oh well, thanks for nothing and yeah then... right he, for the longest time he was going to be my contender for weirdo right because he's oh, yeah. just he's not but like he pulls up to a woman who's looking distressed looking <laughs> around and he's like are you this woman and she's like no she's gone and he's like what do you mean gone and she's like she's just gone right in a real world scenario, the natural implication would be she's gone missing or she's been kidnapped or something. Yeah. Right? It would concern you, but instead this cab driver's just like, Well, fuck you then. <laughs> he was <laughs> very he aggressive. Goes. He was very I don't know, he's very aggressive. Look, I mean <laughs> you want to talk about aggressive cab drivers, I think one that appears later is a little bit more aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> There's a moment which caught me completely off guard. <laughs> I almost spat out my dinner. Like, I was genuinely like, what the fuck? Let's talk about that later, though. But like, yeah. he's genuinely like, wow, okay. <laughs> just does not give a fuck. Yes. Um, but, but moving on. Um, Nathan, with every new companion comes the companion's family. Ah, yes. And this is a family that we've never met before. No, never, ever before. What's no. no, that comes with niceness, though. We know the vibe. We yes. know Sylvia and what she's all about. I'll tell you what, I did enjoy the scene where, like, Adonna is just sat at the table, and then it's like, mm. and then Sylvia is just all around her, just nagging, nagging, like, you need to get a job, and all this, like, how many times have you just had your mum just completely lecturing you like that, where yeah. you're just like, yeah. And you're just yeah. like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. What, like... You know, just agreeing is the way it's over. The yeah, quickest. just, just, just not saying anything, just so you can yeah. get out of there or whatever. If I was Donna, I'd mm. have turned around and gone. For the last ten minutes, you've been cleaning the absolute <laughs> cleanest surface. You're the fucking loser, right? You're the one that needs a hobby. <laughs> you sort your shit out, not me. Uh, um, it's true. I do like that at the end of all of that. She just goes like, at all of that, and and she's like. You said you got plans? Well, I haven't seen them. And just going off and off and off and off. Right. I, I will credit Russell here for yeah. just finding 30 different ways to say you're unemployed. Yeah. He's <laughs> pretty creative, yeah. yeah. Um, but I like that at the end of all of that, Donna just utters two words. And it's just, where's granddad? <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, get me out of this fucking kitchen. She's like, she's up. And also, 
immediately sets Wilf up as a little village weirdo as well. Like, he's up the hill. He's always up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> the many, up the hill? Are there many hills in Chiswick? Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like more of a Cardiff uh, thing, if you ask Yeah, me. I think that is probably more of a Cardiff <laughs> thing as well, yeah. Especially yeah. when you see the hill later yeah. on. <laughs> and it quite certainly does rural. feel more like Wales. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, to be honest, I don't know Chiswick that well, so who knows? For all I know, it could be Hill Central, but yeah, it just feels like a borough of London probably wouldn't be that hilly. It, it, yeah, it does feel like that. And also, even if you're from Chiswick and it's filled with hills, it's still Cardiff. We still win. Yeah, so, so fuck you. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, don't forget to write in. Let's know your thoughts. Um, oh, shit. I... I, right, we spoke about this last week. I always thought that they never planned Wilf to be Donna's granddad. They didn't. But it's like one episode apart. Yeah, but it's the Christmas episode, though. Yeah, but there would have been an inkling, wouldn't there? Surely. Not necessarily. No. Do you reckon they were, let's get Bernard on for one, when he's here, see where I, he float this idea? I reckon, yeah, probably. I mean, they probably, it was probably exactly that. Probably the way it worked out was, oh, we have this character, he's like a... An old guy running the the newspaper vendors. Who we get? Bernard Cribbins. He's a great actor, great character actor. Be a bit yeah. of fun. Sure, let's grab him. He did well. All right, anyway, on to series four. Who we got? Oh, okay, so we've got this old guy, Donna's granddad. Um, <laughs> needs to be a fun guy. Who we got? Well, we just had Bernard Cribbins. Yeah, sure, bring yeah. him back. Why not? Yeah, it, it does feel like the casting department were just like, it's either they were <laughs> casting, couldn't find any, and went, we've already got this guy's number. What the fuck? Why are we not calling him? Or it was like, fully intentioned for them to be like, while he's here, let's just see if he's interested in this. There would definitely have been a break between the Christmas special yeah. and Series 4. So, um, yeah, I don't believe it was intentional, as far as I'm aware. But... Fair enough. Um, great. I, I love Wilf, man. Yeah, I, just, exactly. I love Wilf so much. He's like, Rest in peace to Benny Cribbins. Sadly, yeah. sadly passed away uh, last year, I believe. Um, yeah. I think he was whilst filming for the 60th, right? I think he probably just finished, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I um I I will I'll, I'll say now just while we're talking about <laughs> Bernard Cribbins as a as an actor. He um his little celebration when he sees Donna flying off, beautiful. Later on the episode, oh, it made me cry. Yeah. Just be- purely because I know after the 60th we're never going to get a wolf scene ever again. I just went, "Oh, this is magic. This is this guy felt like you speak about Doctor Who magic and I feel like he really brings that." He definitely does. He's a, he's a beautiful character. He's a, he's a fan favorite for a reason. He's just a mm. very nice old man who wants the absolute best for his granddaughter. Really loves her and is and is so happy that she's happy and has found something that she can lock onto and and have some fun with. And you know, he's a weird little stargazer. He's <laughs> I love the shot where he's he's like <laughs> looking through his telescope trying to find aliens or whatever. And there's a big fuck off spaceship behind him. <laughs> <laughs> just gliding through the sky. It oh, is that's funny. so funny. <laughs> I do, I do think there is like it, with Donna's family as a whole. I do find there mm. is some inconsistency in terms of like Donna believes in aliens, and so does Wilf. But like when Wilf says anything about aliens, Donna's like, "You really believe in all that stuff, don't you?" Sylvia's flat out like, "You're both morons and lunatics," right? Mm. But then like. You were watching her teleport on her wedding day, right? You were all there for that. <laughs> Donna, you know that aliens exist. Wilf, not some... A couple of weeks ago, people disappeared in front of your very eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you should all firmly be camp, I believe, in aliens right Well, Well, Wilf does and Donna do. So, yeah, like, that, that's not surprising. Like, 
even at the wedding, they was all like, oh, Donna's pulled one of her little tricks or whatever. One little... of these tricks that Donna's famous Yeah, it's like something to get attention or something like that. So, yeah, you know, it's all very, I don't know, denial I know... or like seeing what you yeah. want to see or whatever. Yeah, it's very much like, don't talk about that thing because that's weird and we can't explain it, so whatever. Yeah. And the neighbours will start twitching their curtains looking at us. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I remember <laughs> listening to you and Catherine speak about it um, on, on The Runaway Bride where it's just like, Donna, like, someone can be an attention seeker, right, but they still couldn't pull this off. This is still <laughs> <Yeah>. insane. <laughs> that, that, that would be quite the uh, the pull if they did manage to do that. Like, that would be you impressive. Know if, if, an, if an attention seeker can do that, they're worthy of seeking my attention. They I would deserve, like to see yeah, that. Yeah. They deserve the attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they can teleport, then sure, you've, you have my attention. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You've won. <laughs> you don't need to seek it anymore. You, well you done. own it. Um, uh, I don't. I don't quite know when this happens. Um, All right. Oh no! No. Well, no. <laughs> No, f- right. Firstly, a bit on the. Um, th- th- I like their little scene on the hill. You know, he's, he's, yes. Donna says she's looking for the right man. Yes. It's very much not the way that Wilf thinks it is at first. No, he thinks it's going to be like a sexy, handsome hunk, and it is. But like, in a different it is way. a sexy, handsome, but not in the sexy, handsome hunk way. Yeah, no. Um, which is, uh, but no, I just, I just <laughs> love that they're what, why, and something I kind of realized halfway through this is like you forget that that's Catherine Tate, like famed comedian. Yeah, she just she so easily slips into the role of Donna and like Wilf is her granddad. Like I don't believe that anyone else is Catherine Tate's granddad. Yeah, um, and, and I just at no love point these two. are you seeing like what was the name of that fucking am I bothered schoolgirl or whatever? Yeah, which is crazy because she's a fucking like she has characters. That's yeah. her whole deal. Yeah, which is which is nuts that you can see <clears> past it as much as you can. Um, but yeah, anyway, this is why I don't know quite when it happens. Um, did you enjoy Tennant uh, taking out his hammer and just whacking the console base for good measure a few times? I did. I always enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. So it was a good bit of fun. And he, like me, he hates that TARDIS console, so he just wants to beat the <laughs> shit out of it. So he's mid. He's mid mission. He's like, <laughs> yeah. I better just bang out a few scratches here. Like, let's just, yeah. let's let's get this underway. This this renovation. I'll tell you one thing I did enjoy. I did enjoy that little moment where he's in the TARD and he's like, oh, seems to be a scientific explanation. But then he mm. cuts himself off because he's like, oh, I'm all alone. I'm a lonely that, little boy. That little fade out. <laughs> to yeah. like the, pa- the Firstly, the POV shot of no one's around him. Yeah. Then, it, then it pans to a wide shot. Then it pans to a wider shot. And I'm yeah. like, bro's alone. Yeah. <laughs> My guy's lonely. got no mates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a little man in the biggest room ever, just so alone. Yeah, yeah, which is so sad. But it was um, quite sad. He does a um, oh, there's a good little uh, mm. there's a good little fake out scene. Um, Donna kind of goes to she waits the whole day in a cubicle and she's going to scope out the office. Oh yeah. Um, when it's done, I, firstly I would I don't know if maybe there's a gaping hole in my plan. I would just go if the day finishes at six or something. I would just go in at five five forty. I wouldn't spend the whole day there. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably like stay in bed until like four or something, and then just get the train down. Yeah, yeah. Although saying that, the Sylv- Sylvia's given given me an earful again. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm out Point of the door. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm at least gonna way. go sit on the hill with Wilf or something. <laughs> no, he only goes up there at night, doesn't he? Oh yeah, that's yeah. I mean, what's the point in stargazing in the day? <laughs> exactly. Think it through, Lawrence, you dickhead. Wow, um, the Lawrence, cloud. F- fuck all this. Let's get to the scene everyone wants to talk about. 
the yes. the scene of the the scene that whenever you think of partners in crime, you think yes. of this scene because to this day, still one of the funniest, just greatest moments in Doctor Who. I think. Yeah. Just the it, the Doctor and Donna seeing each other again through two sides of a room which neither of them are in. And then mm. just the silent conversation of shock and questioning, and 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 then the beautiful way the the joke comes to an end. It's it's so good. It's that whole scene, note perfect from yeah, start to finish. It, it you did it, Russell. I, I complimented you. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> A rare feat, but no, like it is perfect. It's it's the the way that like you can kind of follow it at first, and then Catherine Tate's mimes just get progressively more fucking insane yeah and like you you start like you start on side with Catherine tate and then it shifts over and you're with the doctor being like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing yeah. which is so especially good. funnier for us because we know what she's been doing <laughs> i love the moment where she goes it's me and he just goes yeah i can i can see I- <laughs> I am. Um, uh, we spoke about like I remember earlier in the season one days. Um, we always spoke about how there was always like mostly used in like kind of horror e- heavy episodes. There was always that I little thing like um, you know like the su- there's a sound in the background and you don't notice when it stops. Like in in the the are you my mummy all of that stuff. I know exactly where you're going with this, Lawrence. It's the Mrs. Mrs. Foster speaking, yeah. right? Because at one point notice. she stops. Yeah, you don't even notice. Yeah. yeah. They're having a conversation in the background. You can hear it quite clearly for like mm. quite a while, but at some point it's stopped. You don't notice it because you're having no. too much fun. You're having yeah. too much fun with the Doctor and Donna. I like that. I like that they flipped mm. it. They've used that exclusively for horror up until this point, and it's perfect. Yeah. It's a great little comedic beat. It's beautiful. Um, I love it. Yeah. And yeah. then just the 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 way she like I've been that lot and oh, <laughs> and then oh, just fuck. the <laughs> just the deadpan look on her face, just like. We interrupting? <laughs> yeah, that's Very a good, good delivery from her as yeah. well. Just straight Very up, good. like, you, are you right, guys? You, yeah. you inter- are we interrupting you? Sorry. Yeah. But um, yeah. Very good. I'll I... tell you. I'll tell you one thing. We get a lot of in this episode. We get a lot of long distance sonicking. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic. I'm like, how far is the range on that thing, man? Is it like distance. a walkie-talkie situation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I I love that little joke as well. The doctor being like, at least, unless she's got, you know, this is stable. Unless she's got some sonic technology, which is really unlikely, and just a yeah. media hard cut away using a sonic screwdriver right down the camera lens. Excuse you, Lawrence. Sonic pen. I hate my to pull apologies. You up. No, no, and no, I I, I've, I should know better. I yeah. uh, as whenever a device comes about, we have to have this little segment, which is, did you own this toy? <laughs> And as always, I must go into my sad childhood and explain <laughs> that I never had any Doctor Who toys as a child. So, no, I did not. Ask me, Nathan, ask me. For fuck's sake, here we are, the rich kid in his castle. <laughs> Lawrence, did you have this toy? I did, Nathan, I had the Sonic uh, Pen. Oh, yeah, fucking surprise. Worst thing Lawrence, is I let me ask you a question. How okay. old are you? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, no, don't ask me this. Go on, no, 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 go on. I'm, now I'm 26 years of age. And at the age of 26, Lawrence, how many sonic screwdrivers do you currently own? Do, do you quantify own uh, as... In an attic in my mum's house. No. Then none. Bingo. No, ask me. <laughs> He's got me. No, ask me. Nathan, how many Sonic screwdrivers do you own? One! One oh, more no. than you! <laughs> I've got zero. That's how it works. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know what this note means, but it just says... you. you you get it, what it means, and Doctor Who fans get what it means, and I feel like that's part of the magic of this show. This wouldn't make sense to anyone outside of us and fans of this show, right? The Doctor out-sonics her Sonic. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah. yeah that's <laughs> the, exactly what he does. The better Sonic one, I guess. It was just a Sonic off. Yeah, yeah, it was, and here's one. Um, uh, what, what do you think about the Sonic pen? Is it weird? Nah, I think you put it in anything. Yeah, it's true. Guys, it's the same, like, they even speak about it in 50 if it's, like, same software, different casing. They put it in a sunglasses at one point. I like the sunglasses. Um, yeah, but, like, yeah, fair enough. Um, I do enjoy the moment where he's, like, where they're, like, they've got a cornered or whatever. And they're, like, um, no, the doctor's um, just going, what happens if we put these two Sonics together? Do you know? No, no idea. No, me neither. Let's find out. And then he just... <laughs> Tell you what, that'd be useful against Venom. Yeah, it would be useful against Venom, yeah. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah I, what I like about that is it's the it's always the same convenience of, like, <clears throat> it affects everyone in the room, but yeah. the Doctor and Donna less so. Donna was they're, affected. Donna was Yeah, quite but they're, they're okay a lot quicker than the other guys are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, they do manage to, to get off a bit. I'll tell you what was very funny. Um, the, the moment where... First of all, um, much like Rose, Donna has got some incredible upper arm strength. Just uh... oh, you fucking, you took my note. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just hold it on to that like fucking broken little fucking window cleaner, fucking whatever it is. Um, but I some enjoy the pipe. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy the way the doctor tries to just grab her through the window, but can't quite reach. He's just like grabbing at the bottom of her legs. I, it's so funny the fact that they didn't show him pulling her through the window because obviously that would never work at no. all. I, I yeah, I, I remember this and being like, oh yeah, how did that? How did this resolve? And then it like cuts back to it cuts to the woman who's like. T- Firstly, hilarious. The woman's just tied up for the entire episode, and she's like, yeah. "Is anyone gonna fucking help me out?" <laughs> that is very funny. Yeah, and then she gets untied, and then she gets tied back up. <laughs> yeah, but like it cuts to her, and then it cuts back, and and Donna's like, "I'm now in the building and safe." And yes, it's like, oh, now show us the show us how that worked. <laughs> here's um, here's a little Nathan that picks a thing though. If you'll okay. encourage me, okay, please. Whilst um, 
the doctor was trying to like sonic his way into the building all right mm. and then mrs foster up on the top she went deadlock the building whatever that means i guess you can just deadlock any building now but <laughs> yeah. whatever i'll buy it all right <laughs> and then he's like oh no it's deadlocked i can't get in and two minutes pass and then he just sonics his way into a window <laughs> did you forget <laughs> oh, they turned oh. they turned off the deadlock i guess yeah <laughs> i mean i guess that i guess it was on a timer maybe like oh you That's... got two minutes of deadlock better use it wisely <laughs> <laughs> every building yeah. ever constructed is built with a two minute deadlock feature <laughs> of course you can only use it once and you can only you have to use it in bulk you can't use like 30 <laughs> seconds here there and everywhere yeah of course straight two minutes <laughs> Uh, that is fucking yeah I like that nitpick that's fucking stupid it is stupid it's just like clearly Russell forgot like yeah he was deadlocked that that comes about when Russell has someone run around in the same building for the entire episode it's like you're gonna run out of like places you can go Um, of course I always say I always say I don't always say this but I'm gonna start saying it I always say okay if you can't find any plot holes in Doctor Who you're not looking hard enough, all right? <laughs> I would just say you're not watching because they're egregiously <laughs> I mean, apparent. Yeah, the they are, to be fair, but that's why we love it. It's true. Um, who? What's the deal with these kind of like silent party fucking costume party policemen people? Ask me about them later, Lawrence. Okay. <laughs> 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 <I'll do>. Okay. <laughs> Um, right, okay. Um, what I like, uh, so obviously, then they, they, you know, we, we already skipped past it a little bit, but after their mime conversation, um, it's finally good to have a companion that I feel. If any companion oh. in Doctor Who. Oh, where are we going? <laughs> well, what do you think I'm going to say? Oh, what's he saying? <laughs> I, it's, what I'm saying is, if we could have any companion guest on this podcast. Get ready to cancel him, everyone. No, Donna would be the best fit, I think. Oh, okay. Right. What do you what, what do you think I'm going to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hmm. But um Donna would be the best fit and it's because she's straight away asking the important questions. Does the doctor ever change his suit? <laughs> she, she's and straight he does. away is like the same fucking do you ever change, man? Sometimes he does. Sometimes he wears a beautiful blue suit as we've discussed many times and it's so much yeah. better. This is the <laughs> This is the definition of like you know, you know when people are like, ah, oh, see, I'd wear this t-shirt, but like the last time I saw this person, I wore this t-shirt, and like, yeah. they're gonna think I'm weird. Or you me, have me like with a, my pink t-shirt. Yeah, every time I see you, you're not today, but <laughs> most times I see you, you're just wearing the same bright pink t-shirt. <laughs> it's nice, and then, right? And then I always comment on it. I comment on it, and you always go, yeah, but I've washed it. I've washed it, Nathan. <laughs> that's how it is with the doctor in this scene he's like yeah i'll change fuck off man i'll change he doesn't change often though does he no no do you reckon he what's his do you reckon like has he got like multiple versions of a suit do you reckon so you're asking if he like adheres to the cartoon character yeah yeah no i don't think he has because we remember in the christmas invasion we see him Mm. pick this outfit out and he finds these also he speaks about how the coat was given to him by like some musician yeah but the coat's the coat that's fine but like uh, yeah the actually yeah coat i'm more concerned about i can even yeah. get away with like the suit but like i'm concerned about the shirt yeah well he, shirt. he switches that he switches the shirts up sometimes he'll wear like a black mm. one sometimes he'll wear a white one sometimes he'll just wear like a t-shirt or whatever but like it's true 
And he's look, he's in good shape, but all that running, it's going to have an effect. Yeah. How, how often is he doing laundry? Do you reckon? Does he do laundry? Does the TARDIS have like a, and now it is clean function or something? It, it must do. Yeah. Like, surely it must do. There's got to be some like futuristic laundry shit going on there. This is this is going to get a lot harder to argue against when it gets to season five and you realise that Matt Smith stole his entire season five outfit from a changing room. Yeah. Yeah. Jodie Whittaker stole those from a charity shop. Yeah, so there you go. That's even rarer. Or maybe she bought it. I don't know. But like... <laughs> she got it from the charity shop. Yeah. They're normally one apiece, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know is the answer to your question. Uh, and I think it only hurts me to investigate further. And uh, investigate further we shall. Because if there's yes. one thing we do on this podcast <laughs> is look into the pointless stuff most people do not care about. <laughs> We've, but... we've carved out a space where, like, everyone else is more serious, but we're like, you remember Doctor? You remember how stupid Doctor Who can be, right? But that's us. <laughs> that's where we're at, and we love it for being stupid. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, um, but yeah. Um, so right, so here's me. And look, oh, last we week go. you had your maths thing. Mine isn't as in depth. Do you have a, a rare? Is this a rare Lawrence nitpicks a thing? So maybe, but I feel like. I maybe missed the line. I, basically, I'm coming to you for assistance, and maybe okay. together we can nitpick a thing. Welcome, my child. Thank you. It's good to be here. <laughs> um, the process starts, right? And she says that a million people, the doctor says a million people will die. A million people use adipose, right? That's, what, that's, what, that's what's been set up. I guess so, yeah. The doctor says a million people will die, <clears throat> and then Miss Foster says a million birthdays. Which would infer that the human to adipose ratio is one to one. That that is correct. Yes. So Miss Foster's <clears throat> way off. She's a terrible <laughs> nanny. There's <laughs> like if there's a million adipose, there's I don't know twenty. No, if there's if there's a million humans, there's twenty million adipose. Yeah, because they do seem to like birth like three or four each or something, don't they? Way more, I'd say. There, there was like there was like ten running about in that room when the woman. Oh, but then she entirely turned into... It wasn't ten. That was enough. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't ten. <laughs> All right, maybe not ten. All right, let's say five then. Yeah, Either way, like four your, or five. Your, your fucking... Your, your ticker is off by four million, which is yeah. a, a hefty miscount. I guess it would also depend on the size of the person, really, as well. That's also extremely true, yeah. Yeah. But fucking old... Ma- First of all, the guy like the doctor went to at the beginning, he didn't look like he needed to be on these pills at all, mate. He was, he was quite trim, I thought. I think I think he's there to avoid some criticism and some blowback. Oh, okay. You reckon? I think he's I think he's there so it's not a line-up all the bigger ones episode. Uh, but but you forget, like, this is the 2000s. Where you <laughs> yeah, but TV Russell shows. does attempt to stay ahead of the curve. Uh. I don't know. I think it was it's it open game on fat people as far as anyone in the two thousands were concerned. That is very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I I had the same thought. You don't need that. Yeah. But but whatever. Just get but yourself he, to the gym, fella. But <laughs> he was saying that he was. Did he say fourteen? He lost like fourteen kilos. Fourteen little uh, boys. Yeah, maybe. Well, what's the fat to adipose ratio? Well, a kilo is. I can't remember. We said like one point two kilos or something, and that's how much an adipose is comprised of. I guess, yeah. We're but, out of our depth here. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Too much. I don't think the I think the episode <laughs> hasn't provided us this statistic. I think we're now in yeah. the guessing game. Yeah, we're in, we're in uncharted waters here, boys. <laughs> we are a little bit <laughs> out of Look, our depth. 
that we're 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 <clears> an hour in. Let's get to the good stuff. All right, um, which is what I, so right and the good stuff my next note reads <laughs> that cabbie just mowed a few down didn't he? <laughs> this is the good stuff this is what he was alluding to earlier because <laughs> this shot man right everyone's telling me to i'd oppose the streets are littered with these little fucking walking marshmallows <laughs> and then there's just a shot of a cab pulling up slamming on the brakes and just straight up assumedly murdering just like three or four adipose and you fully see it as well there's there's like a shot like after where like one climbs up on the hood of the car and i'm like no i heard i'm sure there was a sound maybe my mind is inventing it but i heard like a sound there was definitely some some kind of collision sound (laughs) okay like that uh, I feel like the the shot of the adipose getting up on the car is there to kind of reassure you, like, oh no, they're fine, but nah, I'm not buying it. No, nah, they're not. I watched it, man. He's straight up just slaughtered like three or four adipose. This is what happens when the visual effects people start working on things before the shot is done, and it's and so the, nothing lines up, and it's just like, I guess they're dead. I guess that's how it goes. There we go. Yeah, it's it's good stuff though. I've, that moment like literally stopped me dead. I had to pause it because it, <laughs> i was laughing too much i can't we, we'd, we'd play it. if it was a if it was an audio gag we'd play it here right but we can't yeah. describe it enough if you if you like you just listen to these mm. and you're not currently engaged in a rewatch or you haven't seen the episode in a while just just go back and there's yeah. a shot that will surprise you it's so it's so good man it's so you good. can't quite make up <laughs> just how unprepared you will be for it <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's um, beautiful stuff, and I think it's just pretty standard from that point on, really, until until we get towards the end. So it's just like, yeah, big spaceship comes, whatever, um, levitating lights, kind of like a classic UFO design sort of thing. And yeah. then we'll uh, we'll take Miss Foster, and then it's pretty nice of them to be like, oh, we'll just let her levitate here for a while and just have a conversation, I guess. And yeah, then... we got, we got yeah, her final words. Yeah, um, and then we have this like fucking Looney Tunes ass death or whatever. Yeah, it's very <laughs> what what this is what I'm saying. A slap, very slapstick episode. Try as well, like hold up a sign that says like "Yikes" or something. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> and then like you see like some kind of like cartoon dust effects when she lands, and then like, like <laughs> no, like her body falls, but like her head stays still, and then like she's got a really long neck. <laughs> And then the head goes, <laughs> and there's that whistling sound as she falls. Oh, the slide whistle. The yeah, <laughs> yeah. I um, I don't know. I don't know what it was about the way she was like levitating there, but it was like they shouldn't have committed to a full body shot of her just floating in a green screen space. She's very no. clearly stood up. If anything was and- giving me uh, PTSD from fucking Force Ghost, uh, <laughs> Old Mate Ten. <laughs> What would you do if she just the doctor was like, Miss Foster, come here, and he just turned to her and she was like, call the human race degenerate now when they can do this. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say next. Uh, unironically, I would have loved that. That would have been very funny. <laughs> and the doctor's like, oh shit, this is how it's feeling. <laughs> did I look this lame when I did it? <laughs> yes, is the answer. <laughs> uh, but no, there was something about the way she was stood there. She just reminded me of Anne Robinson. <laughs> okay she does have a kind of Anne robinson vibe about her i guess i think so yeah, yeah. kind uh, of uh a sort of strict maternal vibe sort of thing steady nathan <laughs> no <laughs> no you made that weird <laughs> not me. simmer down 
we still be we still try and be family friendly. <laughs> you, you, yeah, I, I I implied nothing of the sort. That's all you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, I was I was nasty. Um, all right, the I, I like that the day is saved. Um, we can brush past all of this stuff because um, we're kind of getting towards the end anyway. But I do like how the day is saved by the doctor being like, "Oh no, they're all going to die. They're all going to die. I can't save them." And, oh, yeah. and Donna's like, "What do you need from me?" And the doctor's like, "This goes way beyond you. You're stupid. <laughs> what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them all die. What am I gonna do?" And Donna's yeah. like, "Just fucking ask, dude." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, bit of fun, bit of fun. It is a bit I fun, do like yeah. uh, that we get a few Martha mentions during this episode as well. I don't um, like that one bit. All right, we don't like, like the doctor. It. You don't like, you don't like the doctor saying Martha's brilliant. I like his accountability for how he fucked up her life. Yeah, he straight up he, says, like, ruined her whole life and family, so... And, and, he, and I like that. You did, Doctor. I, yes, you did. <laughs> You're a bad yeah. person. But then I really... He has this smirk, and I wanted to hit him so bad when he was like, she fancied me. Shut up. Who's a handsome boy? Yeah, but fucking shut up. You haven't earned the right to make fun of her for thinking you're brilliant. You are brilliant, but you're also a prick. Was he making fun of her? I think he was. I think he was very, like, she fancied me. I don't think he was. Ah, you're wrong. I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, think he was I can't say- prove that you're wrong, but I think you are. No, he was just saying it. Nah, I don't Context. like it. I don't, you haven't earned the right to brag about Martha yet. No. And then, and then that sets up Catherine Tate for a fun little mad Martha, blind Martha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's true. I like this, like, just straight. I mean, I know you get the, like, you want to mate scene a bit later on. Yeah. But, like, you just have this where Donna is just so uninterested in yeah. any, any of that nonsense. Not a single ounce of sexual tension between them. And, yeah. Good. All the better for it, really. You, you imagine the scenario where, like, fucking, you get, um, remember the, remember the, that was a genetic transfer. Oh, shit. Yeah. Smith and Jones. Imagine that yeah. if it was Donna. Yeah, well, there, well, there swung is a, for him. There is a, a moment uh, later on in the season, which will. I I think the instigator and the context behind the scene are vastly different. And I the think implication. so too. I think so too. But we'll yeah. talk about that uh, episode, which was unfortunately was written by a terrible person. But we'll That's get true. there. We will get there. Lawrence, what is next? Um. So we basically we get to. You know the the day is saved, um, and I like Donna's take about how it's um, it is different from last time in that the Doctor's not like he's in a lot less dark of a headspace now. In that he's not like the solution is to blow them up, yeah. Um, which is exactly what I mean. I it, like, I understand that they're children, and I don't think even the Doctor, <laughs> like even if he was still in a moody headspace, I don't think he'd blow up a ship of children. No, but, probably like, not. <clears throat> but at the same time, I, I do Jack appreciate on the other that, hand. Yeah, yeah well, gone. Yeah, just straight yeah. out of the fucking sky. Um, but no, I do appreciate that. Like, there is acknowledgement of like that kind of growth that he's been on. Where now he now looks for a. There's no reason that he shouldn't let these kids go. And also some of the work that Martha did as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To just you know, not make this guy suck as much. <laughs> yeah. Even though it did um, destroy her whole life and family. But yeah, exactly. Well done, yeah. Doctor. Well done. Um, well done. I. I do like that the Doctor is way more cautious about bringing someone onto the TARDIS now, and not in like a, 
in a not in a twatty way like he was with Martha, where it was like you're not replacing Rose, but now it's more like, mm. oh shit, what I do has consequences for people yeah. with real lives. Yeah, it's more of a what damage am I gonna do sort yeah. of thing rather than and and, and it's also like it's it's kind of based on like a it's it's a kind of consensual transactional relationship because it's like it, the doctor's like I'm being open and upfront. If you can't handle this then like I'm telling you and she's like I am in for this and he's like well then fantastic let's do it yeah let's go uh, yeah which I which I really really liked um, um I think we should mention because it's a little a little moment um where my mind was fucking blown Lawrence <laughs> oh my I cannot I cannot tell you what fucking 13, 14 year old Nathan did yeah. when he was watching this episode for the first time. And, you know, Donna, she's talking to Sylvia on the phone. She's like, oh, I'll put the keys in the bin. Bit of fun. You yeah. go grab them. Uh, what should I do? Oh, here's someone. Uh, you'll see this woman later. She'll come back. Just tell her that been there. That been there. All right. Cheers. I'm off. And I'm like, oh, we're lingering. What are we doing? What's going on here, I'll boys? lingering, yeah. Why are we lingering? Rose turns around. I screamed, Lawrence. I did, not today, obviously, because I knew it was that. But the first time I saw this, me and my older sister were watching this. My mum was also in the living room, but she does not care about Doctor Who, so she's like probably on her laptop playing fucking Scrabble or whatever you did in two thousand eight. Farmville, yeah, that was it. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And then we just both started screaming because <laughs> because Rose was like what does this mean what is happening I um, I think they, mm. they do a such a good job of this because they get your guard down right because you, you're not thinking who's this woman who's this over the shoulder no purple jacketed blonde haired woman that Donna's speaking to you're more thinking if someone put my keys in a bin I'd go fucking off on one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like under a rock with anyone mm. else in a respectable establishment anywhere yeah. other than a bin um, Sylvia's I, not yeah. getting them keys back realistically is she she's not she's never no, seeing them again like that's... I know later on in an episode she's like I found those keys no you didn't nah, nah, that's <laughs> you got a new like set a, cut yeah like a blacksmith job or whatever right there <laughs> yeah um, but no fucking right it was yeah genuinely I, I, I remember watching this for the first time and when she turns around and also it's the way she turns around and then it cuts immediately to the ding 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 and then she fucking fades away like a ghost yeah, and I'm like, where's she been? Where's she from? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> where did she come from? Where did she go? Where did she come from? Rose Tyler, whoa. Lovely. Yes. Um, no, it's fucking... It's wild, right? And the, the, this is gonna this is gonna be hard, because like, we have to remember we're a rewatch podcast, but there, are, yes. there might be new listeners, so we're like, let's not, let's not say yeah, too much, let's but there's some much. sizzle approaching. There is some sizzle. There is indeed some sizzle. Um, it's an exciting time, I will say. Um, yeah, th- this absolutely blew my mind when I was younger. And yeah, and still does. Still get a little chills when Rose turns around and you just hear that like uh, that Bad Wolf theme kick in and stuff. Oh, it's... yeah, it's such a good bit of music yeah. as well. Yeah, it's very good. Mm. Um, last thing I'll say, <clears throat> last thing I've got written down is just <clears throat> flying past Wilf. I already spoke about it a bit earlier made me cry just that's more in the context of bernard cribbins and like his yeah. passing and everything which is very sad yeah. um but either way out of outside of that context just his little dance him pulling his hat off and going Woo-hoo! Yeah. and all of this very, lovely very sweet moment he's so excited and so happy 
Mm. Um, yeah, it's a great moment. Does he seem to? Do you think he recognizes the doctor? Because I don't think he does. Because he he like says that's him, but I think he's more talking about like you know when Donna was like I'm looking for. I a need bloke. a man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't think he recognizes it I because think because I think there is a moment later when they do meet when they do have like an actual recognition yeah. moment. Um, but yeah, there just seems like this just seems like a quick. Oh, there you are. There he is. And and Donna's forefront as well. Donna's waving mm-hmm. out the door. The doctor's kind of yeah. in the background. Yeah. So, um, what do you make of the? Uh... <laughs> they did that thing. Yeah, they <laughs> did that thing. They did that compass. <laughs> compass it. Compositing thing. <laughs> it looks it always looks weird, yeah. man. <laughs> just a little it just goes really flat for a second, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Ten's head becomes really still. <laughs> yeah. You've been given a direction, you have an inch of space. Don't move. Don't do not deviate. Um, it looks as good as it could for the time. <laughs> I, I agree. And also like it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I got the intent. The, the focus of the yeah. scene is way more wilf having a little hollow and what i love about it as well is he's like <sighs> it it's finally a companion yes. that has at least one family member that's just over the moon about all of this <laughs> yeah that's right because jackie's slapping the doctor francine is slapping mm-hmm. the doctor and most of martha's other family is like we don't know what this is about does sylvia Nikki's seething about it <laughs> does sylvia ever slap him i'm sure she must do at some point it's in the trailer for the 60th yeah but that's not him that's 14th uh, oh yeah, uh, true. Um, I I don't think she does because I remember people going crazy when they saw that shot and said, "Now we've got the completed set." But yeah, I know she takes an axe to a car at one point. She does. Yeah, she's just got a nondescript <laughs> axe. Yeah, uh, as we all do. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, um, final note from me. This is jumping a little bit back in, during the episode. Um, okay. Miss Foster mentions that the uh, one of the breeding planets of Adipose has gone missing. Wonder if yeah. that'll come back up. Anyway, um, wait, 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 wait. And also the bees are disappearing. And also the bees are disappearing. Wonder if they will come back up. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on to a lovely segment that we do. Yes, Lawrence, and that segment is of course this one. Weirdo of the week. It's hard to think of a time in my life when Weirdo of the Week didn't exist. This is everyone's favourite segment of the show where we get together and we take a look back at some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across our screens each and every week. And we get a chance just to celebrate and discuss these little freaks and weirdos. Lawrence, I'm terrified to ask, as I always now say. Why? I don't understand this. (laughs) Neither do I. Who is your weirdo for this week? My widow is uh, Miss Foster herself. Miss Foster herself. herself. Um, I just like the scene where she's like she's talking to Penny, who is the um, the reporter, and she's like, you know, since you she's basically being like, since you're gonna die, here's a little hot scoop for you, and she breaks down a bit of the exposition and a bit of the plan of what she's doing on Earth and what's all this going on. Yes, uh, and she goes. I picked my name so well, didn't I? Miss Foster. I'm a oh, yeah. foster mother. I'm a real good fucking foster mother. I care for all my babies. I love them all with my whole heart. 
here's one now. And she pulls a fucking infant out of a drawer. <laughs> it's just, I presume, has just been sat there waiting for a moment like this, which she didn't know was coming. And she um, and she came back to that office as well. So like, <laughs> that's all day he's been in there. So this is this is what I'm getting at, right? Like, I'm not I'm not a parent, right? But if I was, I don't I wouldn't put it in a drawer. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure that's 101. That is, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, there's also, I think there's a weird moment as well when she's like, uh, it's, I wondered why you never asked about my name. Why would she? <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, she's under the impression it's a normal name. Yeah, if you're investigating someone, you're like, your name is Miss Foster. I wonder if there's any hidden meaning behind <laughs> that. Yeah, for that for that line to make sense, it would have very much she would have had to have watched Doctor Who. Yeah, and like had there recently been a what? What would you do if it broke it down right and it, and it cut to the face of Bo going F O S T? I'd kill myself, Lawrence. That's what I do. <laughs> I'd shoot myself dead. Okay. <laughs> I will say, right, we put up a TikTok recently of Nathan's insane breakdown of how Jack is not the face of Bo. A TikTok um, which I think you tactically edited to Right, um, you say this, yourself... it's equal parts, both of us. I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> Have you seen some of the comments? Yeah, they're all mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's equal part. The ones I've seen are very much like, a look. The, at the very least, the most people are like, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but that's the whole brand now. I saw one that really pissed me off as well. <laughs> go on, go on. What was it? I can't even remember what it was, but it was like, this guy. Like, I can't even remember, but it was like, well, fuck you, man. I don't know. I, I bite my tongue when people like say something. I did a TikTok recently that was about like how Martha goes and gets chips. You may have remembered the segment from the, uh, it was the Sound of Drums episode. Yes. Um, about how Martha goes and get chips, and then at the at the end of it, someone says, "Well, obviously the people didn't see her because she had the perception filter on." And I just didn't reply because I was like, "You're wrong," and I know for a fact that you're wrong because that happens after the chips. I'm yeah. right and you're wrong, but it's fine. You can have this <laughs> if that, it means uh, this much to you. That face about TikTok up to fifty thousand views. So go yeah. and find out all the hip hop happening. Find out. Follow us on TikTok. It's a uh, good time. I'm I'm looking for that comment now that pissed me off. Um, okay. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Um, <laughs> shout out to Heather CJ on TikTok, <laughs> who says, I love him saying that he has no reaction over a clip of him clearly having a reaction. It's edited! <laughs> okay? Look, there's there's extremely limited shots of Jack in that scene. So that, right, I will say now, right, I had to use a clip of Jack, right? It's just what makes sense in the video, but that is not when he is reacting to the face of Bo. You're wrong, Nathan is right. We choose the best, I say we, Lawrence chooses the best <laughs> clips to articulate the point, okay? It doesn't mean it's necessarily a one-for-one -one, uh, representation of what is of what we're talking about. No, I'm always using the exact moment and the exact time yeah. frame from these shows that are in 480p and <laughs> scattered across the fucking internet. But yeah. yeah. Um, listen, Nathan, who is your weirdo? Oh, yeah, we're still doing that. Um, we Lawrence, my weirdo is Miss Foster. That was not. Bodyguards. I treat you. I fucking got him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Miss Foster's bodyguards for one simple reason okay um, they come across a locked door 
and they just fucking shoot it. <laughs> they just fucking shoot it. And also, Miss Foster has a sonic pen. Yeah. It was just logged with a sonic screwdriver, and they like, oh, no way out of this one. Better just fucking shoot the door down. <laughs> they, that might have been in that random two-minute deadlock seal sequence. It wasn't, Lawrence. That came later. <laughs> <laughs> who are those guys anyway like what's I don't their know. deal there's these silent fucking bald-headed goons who are just like we will say nothing but do everything unquestionably yeah even and they're, they're not like they're not like other nannies or something they're not with miss foster they don't appear no. like no. they're not part of her plan are they human i don't understand <laughs> Who cares? The doctor just kills them at one point. So. <laughs> yeah. so. No, no. He specifically says that's not enough to stun him. But then I'm pretty sure we never see him again. No, they're right. straight up murdered. Yeah, yeah, they're dead. They're, they're fry. At the very least, they're fry brain to fuck. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Anyway, good on them for shooting that door down. Yeah, good on them. It's the, the most efficient way of getting through any <laughs> threshold, I think. Yeah, I mean, kind of hurts. Just like, hey, do you mind just opening this because it's kind of. Lot. No, they you told, you told us to chase speaking, him. Nathan. They can't you told speak. us, you told us to chase him, and the doors kind of locked. I, I, we could shoot it down, I guess. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's just shoot it down. We'll just shoot it down. All right, you don't need this door for anything, do you? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, we'll just she shoot wants it. to keep it locked because she's got that infant in her desk. No, we'll just shoot it. We'll shoot the yeah. infant too. Save the yeah, trouble. Is yeah. <laughs> and then the rip off their mask. And it's actually the cab driver <laughs> hell bent on killing more adipose. He's um, back. <laughs> Nathan, did we get any things, any any tweets or emails? Lawrence, if I put out a message asking for tweets and emails, then perhaps we would have done, all right? Yes. But the fact is, Lawrence, we're recording this one early, and to be fair, you changed it at the last minute. It's true, I did. Yeah, that's yes, fair. Yes, we were supposed to record this later on, but you realized that you, you're terrible at planning and your whole calendar... <laughs> it's fucked so we had to drop an emergency one uh so unfortunately i i did not get anything but let's imagine that greg cactus face told us a wonderful baseball fact oh no um, i'm breaking the streak well, well no because greg cactus face actually just told me that okay. um um i can do this um you mean greg oh, can greg no yes that, right? greg can do this of course um <laughs> what the the some of the adipose get run over by the cab driver, um, <laughs> and that's a reference to a home run. In baseball. <laughs> it's, it's not entirely unfeasible. I'll take there it. We go. Look, I'm no great character space. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't dare have, have taken uh, that that tale. Um, so yes, unfortunately, no no thoughts or comments this week. But send them in for next week. Tweet at us at Still Got Legs Pod. Email us at Still Got Legs Podcast at gmail dot com. Let us know your thoughts on uh, the fires of Pompeii. Um, a Doctor Who reunion, if there ever was one. Yeah, there's some names yeah. <laughs> that appear. Yes. Obviously, Pierre Capaldi, most famous for John Frobisher in Torchwood Children. Exactly, yes. But yes. Don't, don't so what, I saw really roles other than that, is he? I saw, no. I saw a clip from, uh, of Children from, on Twitter this week, um, and I was like, oh, I really want to fucking watch that now. But I was like, I can't for like six years. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're in that no, window now where you watch. could watch it and it, you'd st- like vaguely remember it by the time we actually cover it on the no, show. I don't want it because it's been like at least 10 years since I last watched it. So Yeah, it's fair. When did it air? When was it? Oh, God, I want to say like... Well, it would have been... Uh, so it, it's after this, both seasons of Torchwood and I'm pretty sure Torchwood season one finishes with Jack running off to do Utopia and Sound of Drums and Last of the Time Lords. Season one is 2006 to 2007. So I would put Children of Earth maybe... 2009? 2009, yeah. I want to yeah, say that's probably maybe. right. Yeah. So that that's like, what, 14 years ago? 15, yeah. 15. If you watched it on air, yeah. I did, yeah. Fuck. You were too young for that. I oh, know you weren't. Not really. I was watching... I was, <laughs> I was watching Torchwood when it first aired, and I was just like, yeah, let's have sex, and then I'll disappear into this orgasm spell or whatever. And there were sexy Cybermen, don't forget There was that. sexy Cyberwoman, Lawrence. Oh, my you? apologies, the sexy Cyberwoman, yeah. She was beautiful. <laughs> With her sexy midriff exposed. <laughs> I saw it to you, there was like, there was just like a really good um, clip of like something from... Um, uh, Torchwood, <laughs> and, and I think the tweet was like, "This is why Torchwood is one of those it gets good, I promise shows because like <laughs> to get to this moment, you have to sit through a, na- a half naked cyber woman having a fight with a pterodactyl covered in barbecue sauce." Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh sweet, jo- yeah. I'm maybe I'm not excited to watch Torchwood. No, I am. I think it's going to be very fun. But... It will be very silly. Yeah. Uh, we haven't decided if we'll do that or Sarah Jane first, but that's the conversation for like four years down the line. So yeah, and we don't want anyone's input. We're gonna have this is gonna be a no. large chunk of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> Nathan. Uh, speaking of input, uh, I don't suppose uh, that we've had any new reviews. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, Lawrence. Oh wow! I'll have. Uh, a bloody look see now do you know I posted um, the episode earlier accidentally yesterday. I saw you tweeted about it I didn't see it yeah. go up Did you, I presume yeah. you took it down no, yeah I took it down but like when I when I was scheduling it uh, earlier in the week like I just I just got the date wrong when I said it for Sunday <laughs> accidentally um, did you get a notification on your phone like this yeah, like, up I and you're saw, like Whoa. I, saw, I saw the email went from ACAST and was like your episode is live like, it better fucking not be what <laughs> <laughs> Before you realised it was yeah. you all along, yeah, it was me. You're I'm the, the saboteur. Problem. It's me. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my no. god! No! Oh my god! <laughs> but I tell you, oh, this almost breaks my heart. But Lawrence, oh no! I'll uh, just read the latest review that we have. Uh, this one is from Dean PJ, okay. and it says. Brilliant listen. I have just binge listened to all of the show uh, so far over the past few days. Loved each episode. The world's number one source of Doctor Who. Suit talk! The exclamation mark. Uh, (laughs) That's great. I love that. Um, Let me just scroll through and see if I'll just pick another one at random here. (laughs) Oh, here's one. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Dean, if you hear this being read out, is it Dean? Yeah, Dean, Dean PJ. Dean, if you, if you hear this being read out, I'm sure you, at this point you'll understand why we love this, but this also is so sad for us. <laughs> Dean, we love you. Thank you very much. That's very kind. Uh, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're having fun. 
Um, yeah. I just I just want to just quickly read through and just pick out another one at random here. <laughs> uh, let's go with this one. <laughs> this uh, uh, this one is entitled "Still Got It." It's from a Mr. Jeff Lemon. <laughs> It says, a wonderful podcast about a 60-year-old show that goes off on various bizarre tangents at the drop of a fez. A must-listen for me every week. Well, I tell you what, Jeff Lemon, that review is a must-read for me each and every week. Beautiful stuff. And so is, and so is yours, Dean, from now on. So, and, yeah. and clearly it will be until we get another one anyway. So. Always two there are. One <laughs> What a what a revelation that was! <laughs> Genuine I feel, excitement. I feel like this is the week it all changes. Season four has gone off the rails, right? We didn't have time to have a Greg Cactus face original. Oh, we true, didn't have yeah. time. We had a new review. We're in oh, we're God. in uncharted waters here, people. <laughs> we're in shaky, new, scary, and exciting ground all at the same time. The, the worst thing is, right? I always thought like maybe there'll come a point where like this just won't be as funny and like. Maybe it sounds like I'm fake laughing, but it just genuinely gets me every week. It's very fun. Enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Phenomenal work. I enjoy it quite a lot. And do you know what else I enjoy, Lawrence? I enjoy you wrapping this bitch up so I can go play Spider-Man 2. I do enjoy that, and I too enjoy uh, playing Spider-Man 2. Nathan, uh, (laughs) what people can do if they have enjoyed this show is they can mosey on over to Twitter... Uh, where you'll find us if you type in at Still Got Legs Pod. Uh, that's where you'll get a little, um, you might get a little notification, but you'll be scrolling your feed and you'll be like, "Man, I wish there was a new episode of Still Got Legs Up." Uh, and you'll get a little post reminder that will give you a nice link, follow through to your podcast platform of choice. You might uh, you also get some. You might also get some fun little tweets to read mm. through occasionally as well. Uh, you might get to see such fun messages from my dad, where he wishes <laughs> me a happy. 60th anniversary for Doctor Who um, a month before the actual date so good stuff it's way above what my dad would be capable (laughs) of so you just want to sometimes you got to take what you're given and enjoy it (laughs) what was the famous Keith text (laughs) my dad once texted me around the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah he once texted me around the time of Infinity War coming out and he said uh, I'm at the peak height of ex- like anticipation and excitement, right? Everyone midnight screening. Like 2017 Marvel. We went to a midnight screening for Infinity yeah, War. We, yeah, we couldn't have been more jazzed than excited, right? Yeah. And my dad texts me, Avengers Affinity Wars, one for you, I reckon. Um, and, look, and this I, was like three weeks after he came out or something. Yeah, he was, it? was yeah. after, yeah. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I love it. And I, I don't think I've ever had the heart to be like, I know, I knew about it. I've seen it. There's more from my dad, which I I always remember as well. Um, He just sent me a message one day, and he just said, Watching X-Men, mate, Fast Boy is the coolest. (laughs) (laughs) That's the classic from your dad. That is an absolute... Uh, Oh, that's a banger. That's a brilliant one. They don't Um, understand, but we love them dearly. (laughs) They don't. But Fast Boy is certainly the coolest. He is. That's what I'll say. Um, and anyway, while you're on Twitter, mm. uh, what you may see is a reposted TikTok. Uh, and if you're like, nah, I'm a TikTok purist, what you can do is if you want to follow us at TikTok, uh, no, at still got on yeah, on TikTok. As to, right, fine. Right, on TikTok. Come follow us on TikTok, everyone. Well, you yeah, but if you it. say follow us at TikTok, then people are going to go to at TikTok and they'll get the official TikTok account. Don't <laughs> yeah, follow them. Most people wouldn't assume that we own that. Why would we own that? Well, why are you shilling for them? 
fine. Right, follow us on TikTok at Still Got Legs Pod. Uh, we're actually amassing a, a, a fair, fairly decent audience there, which is nice. Um, I love hopefully, look. we'll see them come over <laughs> and I follow look. us here, which would be better because this is where all the main content goes out. Have you done any yeah. new TikToks? Uh, no, I've, well, I've been away, Nathan, as you know. Oh, yeah, you've been on your honeymoon, haven't you? I have indeed. Has it been sensual? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till we're, we're not recording, I'll tell you all the details. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we have over a thousand followers on TikTok. Yeah, we we were on like we 900 when we stopped doing AHP and then we repurposed it and now we've got like a couple hundred in the last couple of days. We have 1,243 followers on TikTok, wow. But Can where are yet? you Can in I... the download? Should I go live right now? Can I do that? Don't do that. I'm going to go live. I'll do one of those NPC streams. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream, yum. <laughs> yum. Listen, uh, while you're doing that, while you've followed us, you've listened, blah, 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 you've all had a wicked fun time, uh, go over to your podcast platform of choice where there's likely a little review feature. Drop us a five stars. We did uh, this, Jeff Lemon, Dean PJ, they're, they're all good. They're all cool guys. Yeah, those guys have done it. They can tap out. They don't have to do this. But if you haven't done it, then what are you waiting for? What are you waiting, what are you waiting, what are you waiting for? Um, <laughs> you right? <laughs> no, no, it's now late and I want to play Spider-Man yeah. too. Yeah, me too. Hurry um, up. What else, what else do I say? What else can they do? Lawrence, we have another podcast. It's called Another Happy Pod. It's our pop culture podcast where every week we talk about a different thing. Um, yep. Are you playing Spider-Man 2? We're going to talk about it soon, maybe. Um, we're also going to talk about The Incredibles, and we did talk about Scream, or we will. I don't know. I get the <laughs> dates confused. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm too late for me to work it out in my mind. So, <laughs> yeah. so one of them, yeah. I think we did. I think we did. I think Scream Three is accurate. Yeah, yeah. I think we did. So there we in go. In fact, I'm go as far as to say I'm certain, and I was the first person to say he was certain. What a wonderful time, Lawrence. I can't tell you how much I need to do a poo. So oh, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap this up. Right. Goodbye. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for the memories. We wish you farewell. Have a wonderful evening and say goodbye to your mum for us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.